Welcome to the What is Stoicism podcast. In his 96th letter to Lucilius, the Stoic philosopher Seneca offers the following life advice to his friend. Quote, Still you are indignant and complain, and you don't understand that in all the evils to which you refer, there is really only one. The fact that you are indignant and complain. I think that for a man there is no misery, unless there be something in the universe which he thinks miserable. End quote. We can see what Seneca is getting at here as he tries to change his friend's perspective, but we can also sympathise with Lucilius. There really is so much to complain about. Even aside from big issues like disasters, wars, pollution, injustices and inequality, there are the everyday things. Bills, traffic, weather, customer service, queues, slow Wi-Fi, work, a rude person, an annoying person, and some days just any person. All it takes is one complaint to upset our peace of mind. We become disturbed. One complaint in the morning becomes two, two becomes three, and before we know it we have a day filled with many problems and few solutions. Every external in our lives at some point can be seen as a source of complaint. That wording is key, however, can be seen. The implication being that we have a choice, and as Seneca was trying to stress to Lucilius, we do. As he pointed out in his essay on anger, our choice to complain can be fickle. Quote, These same eyes of yours, which at home won't even tolerate marble unless it is varied and recently polished, which don't want limestone on the floor unless the tiles are more precious than gold, once outside, those same eyes look calmly at the rough and muddy pathways and the filthy people they mostly meet, and at the walls of the tenement houses that are crumbled, cracked and crooked. What is it then that doesn't offend your eyes in public, but upsets them at home, other than your opinion, which in the one place is easygoing and tolerant, but at home is critical and always complaining? End quote. The Stoics would say that we have power over our opinion, it might feel like instinct, but we make a conscious choice when we complain. It might feel cathartic, but really it's reinforcing negativity. The Stoic philosopher and teacher Epictetus put it in stark terms. Those complaining about externals, he said, are slaves. Having spent much of his life as a slave himself, he was in a good position to judge, and he was dismayed that people would voluntarily allow themselves to be beholden to externals. As bad as it gets, we always have a choice. That sounds great in theory, but what can we do in practical terms to help us make that choice? How can we fight the emotional impulse to complain? How can we process events in a more constructive way so we can prolong the momentary sense of relief that comes with complaining without experiencing the negative side effects? There's actually a popular challenge you can try in relation to this, and I'll explain it shortly, but it's worth getting into the right frame of mind first with some preparation. You might consider carrying out the following three steps when the impulse to complain strikes. Firstly, pause. Don't be overheard complaining, not even to yourself, wrote Marcus Aurelius. Stop what you're doing, pause and create space. Space between the event and your response. Give yourself time to consider what you do next. Next, assess the event for what it is. As Marcus Aurelius wrote, how good these perceptions are at getting to the heart of the real thing and penetrating through it so you can see it for what it is. Remove all drama from the event. Remove the story you tell yourself about it. 
remove your judgment. Look at it through the objective lens of reality. See it for what it is, neither good nor bad, without your judgment telling you so. Finally, you can reframe your response in a more constructive way. Be assured that good men should act likewise, wrote Seneca. They should not shrink from hardships and difficulties, nor complain against fate. We should make the best of whatever happens and turn it to good. After pausing, after assessing the event in the most objective way, you can now apply an appropriate response. The negative option is to complain. The neutral option is not to respond at all. Not everything requires your opinion, wrote Marcus Aurelius. The positive option is to be constructive, rather than simply complain. Instead, describe the problem and then offer ideas on how to solve it. With that preparation complete, we can move on to the challenge. The challenge I mentioned earlier is called Will Bowen's Complaint-Free Challenge. You can find it online, but essentially it involves wearing a bracelet or a rubber band on your wrist and trying to go without complaining for 21 days. The full set of instructions are as follows. Put your bracelet or rubber band on either wrist. You're now on day one of your 21-day challenge. When you notice yourself complaining, move the bracelet or rubber band to the other wrist. Moving it means you start over. The challenge begins again from day one. The average person takes 48 months to complete the 21-day challenge, but those who stick with it find themselves developing the habit of replacing complaints with more constructive expressions. It's a straightforward but effective challenge. The key to breaking a habit is first noticing when it's happening, and moving the bracelet can help with that. Finally, it's worth remembering again that empty complaints with no positive action behind them only serve to upset our own peace of mind. As Marcus Aurelius reminds us in Book 5 of his Meditations, it's a waste of our own time to do this to ourselves. Quote, Think often about how quickly everything that exists and that is coming into being is carried away and disappears. For substance is like a river that constantly flows on. The action is constantly changing and the causes of it operate in endless variations. Almost nothing is fixed. And next to us is the boundless abyss of what has passed by and what is about to be, into which all things are lost. How then is he not a fool who gets worked up and carried away over these things, complaining as if they were enduring and troublesome? End quote. Thanks for joining me for this episode of the What is Stoicism podcast. If you'd like to support the show, please consider taking a second to leave a rating and a review. It's a good way to let me know you're getting value from the content and it helps more people discover the show. I appreciate your support. Thanks so much. Also, if you enjoyed this episode, I recommend checking out the Stoic Handbook podcast by John Brooks. It's one I've been a fan of myself for a while. It has great reviews. John publishes regular episodes that are always filled with practical wisdom and it's available on all the usual podcast platforms. You can also find it on the web at stoichandbook.buzzsprout.com. Thanks again for listening.